choir directors are creative, resourceful, dedicated, and sometimes completely out of ideas. Not to worry, the Choir Ninja is here with solutions you never saw coming. Get ready for some time-tested wisdom from the master. Ryan Guth is the Choir Ninja. Today's episode is brought to you by SightReadingFactory.com. Do you hate teaching sight singing? Do you have a carbon footprint the size of Sasquatch because you run off endless sheets of sight singing examples only to hear your students groan in agony when it's time to sight sing in rehearsal? SightReadingFactory.com is a web-based tool that will compose custom sight reading examples based on specifications that you choose. Your choir will actually enjoy sight singing and so will you. Plus, you will get back hours of your life and finally feel like the choir ninja you were destined to be. If that isn't cool enough, you can add student accounts that link directly to your teacher dashboard so your kids can practice or even take recorded assessments from home. As a sponsor of this show, SightReadingFactory.com has an exclusive deal just for you, Choir Nation. When you purchase their insanely affordable one-year subscription, you will unlock 10 free student accounts just for using the promo code NINJA at checkout. That's Ninja, N-I-N-J-A. So head over to SightReadingFactory.com. That's SightReadingFactory.com. And don't forget to use the promo code Ninja at checkout to unlock your 10 student accounts absolutely free. Quiet Ninja Show. Hey there, Choir Nation. This is Ryan Guth with the Choir Ninja Podcast. And I'm delighted to bring to you today an episode I called... End your year strong with these 10 re's. Not ray, but re's. Words that begin with R-E. And this is really an episode that I had to write for myself because I'm here uh, in New Mexico in a brand new state. It's a brand it's a brand new level. I taught middle school for, for nine years. Now I'm teaching high school. Um, it's a different group of people, I'll tell you. New Mexicans and Northeasterners are a lot different. So there are some things that I've had to get used to this year, and I've had to to write this episode for myself so that I can reassure, there's my word, reassure that I am doing a great job um, and that I can finish the year strong. So um, this is for me, but I'm going to share it with you because what better way to reinforce a concept for yourself than to teach it to other people? So... This is uh, my episode, End Your Year Strong with These 10 Re's. Let's begin with number one. Number one is to reject the notion that you're not good enough. Success always comes with a little imposter syndrome. Now, if you were not on board my previous podcast, Find Your Forte, back at the very beginning, I had a Motivation Monday episode, which is a short little series of episodes that I used to have. Um, And I had one called Overcoming Imposter Syndrome. So if you go to the show notes here for this particular episode, so it's Ryan Guth forward slash 091 or choir.ninja forward slash 091, you'll be able to uh, click on a link that will uh, uh, give you that earlier podcast. You can listen to my podcast about imposter syndrome. And 
And, you know, sometimes when you, when you find success in your position, uh, you begin to think, you know, maybe you really aren't all you think you are. Um, you, maybe uh, you feel as though at some point somebody's going to find out that you are a fraud and they're going to knock you down off your high horse, right? And, and one thing you need to remember is, is, you know, at the end of the year, uh, you have to be able to go back and reject that notion and say, you know, I earned the successes that I had this year. It was my hard work. It wasn't just my talent. It was my hard work that allowed me to be successful this year. And um, so the, the things that come after this, uh, this first point, the next nine, are going to help you to um, um, recount uh, the ways that you were successful uh, and encourage you to do more of the same. So number two is recognize that your choir is a reflection of your spirit. If you don't like what you've seen or heard at any point this year, it's time to look in the mirror and take responsibility. Chances are it was your own insecurity at play. I will tell you the low points that I've had this year are completely and 100% my fault. Okay. If, if I came into a choir rehearsal unprepared and I had a bad rehearsal, then that was totally my fault, right? If I had an attitude problem at any point in rehearsal, it's because of my own insecurity because I wasn't ready for that rehearsal. Um, that's just one example, but there are you know, it could have been a conflict with an administrator. It could have been a conflict with a student or parent or, or maybe an unsuccessful um, presentation or show of some kind. And, and this all has to do with, with maybe not doing what we needed to do on our end in order to be fully prepared for that thing. Um, so mentally prepared or prepared with the materials that we need, um, and or maybe be prepared with the education that we needed to have in order to be successful. So, so recognize that if your choir had a bad time, it it's probably on you. So you need to go back and figure out what those bad times were, and how you can avoid them in the future. It's time to reflect. It's time to recognize and reflect. Number three, remember that you'll never make everyone happy, so don't sweat it. One of my favorite quotes is, if you try to please everyone, you'll please no one. And believe me, I tell my administrators that <laughs> very often. You know, I say that's the rule that I live by, and you're going to have to understand that if you want me as your choir director, um, you know, I have a certain set of values that I think are very important uh, to a choir a member. And I'm, if we don't see eye to eye, there's a chance that a choir run by me isn't necessarily for everyone. And the same goes for you too, Choir Nation. You know, a choir run by you is not necessarily for everyone. And that's totally fine. Because, because if you have a values-driven program, there are, there are going to be students who are going to join your program that don't see eye to eye with your values or their parents or gosh, even sometimes administrators that don't see eye to eye with your values. And you're going to have to move forward anyway, knowing that, that your values are well thought out. And there are going to be people that are just going to be deterred from the program 
because of those values. It's not for everyone. I see post after post online about, you know, I, I had 22 students who quit, you know, the day before our music performance assessment, and we had the best assessment ever because, because we lost this dead weight. Now, that dead weight is dead weight for you, but it might not be dead weight in somebody else's choir. And it has to do with your identity as a choral director. Are you, do you identify with the values that you espouse for your choir, for your choir members, and for yourself? So just remember that you're never going to make everyone happy. So don't try and just focus like a laser beam on the things that you believe are valuable and you will attract members of your choir, uh, new members that that share those same values, and you're going to have a fantastic program moving forward. Number four, renounce students that don't want to be there and focus on those who do share your values. This goes into number three, okay? Renounce those students and let them go. It's okay if they go, okay? You will attract members who love your style, and over time, you'll end up with a choir of raving fans and not adversaries. That is huge. And that's something that, that administrators have a hard time with. It's like, why? Why did, why did five people leave Mr. Guth's choir second semester? And I will tell you, Five people left my choir second semester where I teach. And you know what? That was actually a positive thing for my ensemble. And um, it's hard for people to understand that because, you know, sometimes you have quantity um, quantity driven, you know, numbers driven leaders in your school, um, not quality driven leaders in your school. So that's a values conflict. You know, Choir Nation people, I will tell you, we have a lot of people in Choir Nation that are quality over quantity. And that is me for sure. So I stick to my guns and I know that when one door closes, another one opens. And you know what? Something better is going to walk through that open door. Um, some, you know, a group of uh, students that are going to, um, gain more from what you have to offer uh, than, than the previous students who maybe did not feel uh, um, or as though their values aligned with you. So that's number four, renounce students that don't want to be there and focus on those who do share your values. Number five, recount the times this past year where your students got it, where they got it, that's in quotation marks, where they got it, and pat yourself on the back. There are those shining moments in the year where something just clicked. You need to recount those times and figure out what did you do? What was special about that day? Okay, and, and you know, what made it special? Who was it special to? Well, who was that breakthrough for? You know, how did that make you feel? How did that make them feel? How can you recreate that experience? Um, so recount those times where something just clicked and, and do more of, of those things in the future. Um, but we'll get to that. Recall, this is number six, recall your highlights reel and smile. May, literally, maybe you have a high, highlights reel. Maybe you have a YouTube channel full of great performances from the year. Go back and listen and go, man, that was fantastic, right? What was your best rehearsal? What was your most successful performance? 
What was your most thoughtful parent email? I can tell you, I got a parent email this year that was so over the top awesome that I I printed it and hung it on my corkboard that sits in front of my desk. And I read it on occasion when I need a little boost. Because I'll tell you, Choir Ninja Dude uh, always always needs a little boost here and then, okay? So, um, you know, I'm a human too, and I know that that when I have a rough day, I can look up and I have some little things that people have given me or a little, some little encouraging emails that I will reread. There's another RE. I will reread, and um, it'll brighten my day. So go back to those things. Watch a performance. Um, re- recall those those great rehearsals, reread those thoughtful emails and things like that because it just sometimes you just need a little extra boost. Number seven, I call it refresh, refresh. Okay, to finish strong, do more of what worked. Right? That's I mean that's like that's just a no brainer. You know, if it doesn't work, well, don't do it. If it does work, do more of that. I mean, it's like that's like business one hundred and one, right? If if you if you sold to more customers after this tactic, well, do more of that, right? Now, I know that we like to, to uh, have you know variety. Variety is the spice of life, right? But sometimes you just need to do more of the thing that worked. So if it was one of those, those tactics that you used to get that, that like click, got it moment in your choir, well, do more things like that, right? So uh, it's called refresh, refresh. Number eight, recycle. Recycle a song or activity that your choir loved, okay? It could be reminiscent of earlier in the year. I know, for example, I had this fantastic, this fantastic um, um, uh, little ditty. Um, what, what was it? It was um, two stop. The train, in cases of emergency, you pull on the chain, pull on the chain, penalty for each improper use, five pounds. And we had this like little ditty that we did in a round, and we had little hand signs, and it comes out of one of James Jordan's uh, books from the Evoking Sound series. And it's this cute little ditty, and I did it like the first day of school, and I just did it last week, and they were like, oh, this is so great, and it brought the choir closer together because they just remembered something they enjoyed so much. So recycle a song or activity you loved. Um, number nine, reinvest in yourself and your education by, well, one, staying tuned to Choir Ninja, of course, um, going to a conference. I just got back from ACDA a couple weeks ago, and I'll tell you, that is important for you to go and be with other people. And I, I, I had an episode um, last week just ab- about the importance of going to conferences. Um, buy a book. Here's the book I'm going to recommend. Well, there's two, right? There's The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, which I've talked about multiple times. It's about resistance. It's about the things that pop up that try to take you down when you're trying to do something great. It's a a short book. Read it. The second one is the one that really encouraged me to write this particular episode, which is The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F by Mark Manson, and I I put a link to both of these books uh, in the show notes for this episode. So read a book. I mean, man, that is the cheapest way for you to reinvest in yourself. 
or take a class. Take a class in anything. Take a class in pottery or go to, go to you know, wine and painting night. Do something to reinvest in yourself that is not choir. I mean, that's, that's huge. You know, go take a kickboxing class. Let out, let out some steam because um, you need to identify as a human being outside of the choral world just as much as you are in it. Okay, choir can't be everything. And I will tell you, as Choir Ninja, choir is not my entire life. Um, you need to have an identity outside of choir. So reinvest in that education. One thing you can do to reinvest is reinvest or invest in the Choir Ninja podcast by heading over to patreon.com forward slash choir ninja. And you can be one of my patrons and you will receive priority treatment from yours truly uh, whenever you need anything. So uh, just a little thank you for giving me uh, giving you value on a weekly basis. Of course, the podcast is free, but believe me, we are scaling up operations to serve you better. So patreon.com forward slash choir ninja or reinvest or invest in sightreadingfactory.com. Of course, um, that is probably that is probably the the coolest tool um, that I've ever used, and it got me one hundred percent on sight singing at my New Mexico um, uh, performance assessment. So uh, if you head on over to sightreadingfactory.com and type in the promo code NINJA, and with your annual account, you will get 10 free student accounts. So make sure you do that. Um, so that's reinvest. And lastly, rewind. Rewind and listen again and write down the things I've asked you to recall. Okay, this episode is is really about reflection and and doing what worked over again because if something works you feel a boost of self-confidence and uh, if you do it again you'll feel that boost again so why not keep that momentum going by continuing to recall and do what worked that's that's huge. Choir Nation, if you have benefited from this episode, I would ask that you share it with somebody that needs a little pick-me-up, that, that maybe struggled through their year, uh, or just somebody that you feel would, would benefit from listening to this episode. Choir Ninja is a podcast that I do mostly um, you know, as a service to the choral world. So I would love for you to, to share it with somebody else. And um, lastly, um, make sure that you are a member of the Choir Nation Facebook group. So the Choir Nation Facebook group is about 1,200 plus strong of the most positive people. We share our ups and our downs, mostly our ups. Um, We offer solutions for people's downs and uh, are always there for each other. It's the most positive choral group on Facebook. It's called Choir Nation. You should probably go look it up. If you look up Choir Nation on Facebook, you're going to find somebody's page that's called Choir Nation. Don't like that page. Like or uh, join the group, don't like the page, okay? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, this was a pleasure to serve you once again. So I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you have a great week. I am on my spring break right now, so I have a little more time to reflect and recount 
and a recall and recycle and refresh and all those things. Um, and I hope that you do too. So have a wonderful weekend and a great next week until I talk to you once more.